Welcome back to, to My Best Friend Thinks She's Buffy. <laughs> we made such amazing eye contact just then. You're very good. Yes. Uh, yeah, welcome to the hyena hut. Um, <laughs> that's the name of our closet for this episode. <laughs> we can do that from now on. We can place the closet oh, in the world. The no, yeah. you're right. It's We're at the zoo. Yeah, we're, we're in, in the, the hyena. Hyena hut. The, the hyena, hyena house. The hyena house? I don't know. The hyena. <laughs> they had they it. called it the hyena house. Yeah, the hyena house. Um, regardless, this is an amazing episode. Episode six, The Pack, which we're here to talk about. Uh, and we've just come from a last episode, episode mm-hmm. five, which was Never Kill a Boy on the First Date. Yes, that's uh, it. That's it. <laughs> I didn't even have to look at my notes. I remember. No, it, you're, it's your, you're a fan favorite. I'm a fan. You're favorite. a fan favorite. I'm a fan of the show and <laughs> also not a fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that I misused that term in that way. I don't love even it. Have a single fan of the show yet, but you know we're gonna get there, and I'll be the favorite. <laughs> I think you will be the favorite. I knew coming onto this, I was gonna be the straight man. I knew it. You're not the straight. No, man. I'm not the straight man. I couldn't be the straight man if I tried. Yeah, definitely Could not. I? No. You think you're Buffy the Vampire? Slayer. You're right. There's nothing straight about that. <laughs> so last episode, we uh, had a date. Buffy had a date. Um, and then the master was around. Owen. Owen. Sexy Owen. Yes, very sexy. Um, the master was back. He was up to no good. And he had uh, the anointed, kind of the fake anointed come, who I loved. And that leaves us at this episode. Mm -hmm. So they kind of start off in the same vein Mm -hmm. talking about like boys and Buffy's like, I'm never going to get a a date. Yeah, I don't remember what that feeling was like. Butterflies? So they bring it back in, but the intro, like before before the intro song, they're at uh, the zoo. Yes. The Sunnydale Zoo. (laughs) So how big of a town do you need to be to have a zoo? Uh, my question. I mean, off the top, you're right. Like at first, I was about to argue that maybe it's a zoo that they've gone to, but it's called the Sunnydale Zoo. And also, Buffy's able to run there at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is it's something in- that will come up as you get more familiar with the show: is that Buffy can run anywhere, really fast, anywhere. I mean, she is a superhero. Yep. So I didn't really know her powers included like super speed, but she can. Yeah, she can run. She can run. I mean, she's got, like, stamina. She's got more stamina than a normal human being. Yeah, she can run. I think that's true. Honestly, I think that's the right right interpretation of how that power works is that— It doesn't make her faster. She just can go faster for longer. Yes, I think that's true. Yeah. That's how the science works. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) But you're right. You're right. The zoo is in Sunnydale. How big of a town do you have to be to have a zoo? Well, I don't know. California has a trillion wineries. Mm-hmm. It has a trillion amusement yeah, parks. That's true. It's like a place of plenty. Yeah, it, it's like a tourist. The whole thing is a tourist. Yeah, zone. like Anaheim has a hockey team. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come so on. Sunnydale can have, can have a, a zoo. zoo. Okay. Yes, the zoo. <laughs> But um, is it is it silly and kind of stupid? It's, it is. It's stupid, but it, it's, it was very fun. <laughs> this was a fun episode. I was really laughing yeah, the whole episode. <laughs> I was having a great time. <laughs> oh, my God. If only they taught me in acting school how to look, like, above my eyelids oh. the way that they have to to be a part of the pack. I mean, we'll get there. I mean, it is theater school. They're, like, they're like flocking. Yeah. Uh, they are. And, like... They're playing like status Doing games. This weird follow game. Like yeah. they're flocking. I loved it. So we're at the zoo. They're on a field trip, which yep. important high school thing to bring into the show. <laughs> Another high school experience. We all know. We all went on a field trip. <laughs> it's true. It's true. In high school, when you're 
Although like I about to be an adult, you yeah. do still go on field trips. Field trips, yes. Yeah. Um, not too many in no. high school, but it's usually like band related yes. or sports related. It totally. does feel like the zoo is maybe a little bit junior high. Yeah. Um, elementary. It feels like it would be more believable if it was some kind of team. Like it's not like you take the whole Science. high school to the zoo. Yeah. Also, you're asking for trouble, and that's exactly what they got. Yep, they got in trouble because also a theme in the episode is, like, bullying. Yes, and social status. Yep, and peer pressure, like, all these things which come up. So the the, the pack, I guess, um, they start bullying a kid in the zoo. Yes. <laughs> because these kids are up to no good. They're, like, a bunch of no good White kids hanging out together and bullying other white white kids. kids. I was like, this is like the least threatening like gang of bullies. They've got like little polo shirts on. Like so funny. I know, I know. Like like nerds. I know. The girl like the girl with the pixie cut is bullying someone. Come on. Yeah, right. (laughs) But sure, yeah, we'll go with it. It's California. Sure, that's what bullies look like. I mean, there are like other kinds of bullies. Bullies come in all shapes and sizes. Yes, yes, yes. So they're bullying a kid, and then um, they bully him into going into the hyena fucking hut. <laughs> they do. Which is closed for quarantine. Yeah. But they do a pretty, I would say, the beginning of this episode is really smart in how they show the manipulation of that character who has less status. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously not a true, true fan because I don't remember his name. Oh, Yeah. I want to say it's like Zach or it's Danny. No, yeah, no. And Zach might be too cool a name for that character because he did have his um, backpack on one shoulder, so like no one puts backpacks on two shoulders in no. this whole show. <laughs> no, that would be crazy. That would Talk. be um, uh, too cool. Very too, too cool. But but what they have is they have this interaction where the four, the original four bullies. Mm-hmm. Go up to the kid who's drawing pictures of the monkeys, and they make fun of him for, like, learning on the field trip because that is uncool. Mm -hmm. Being smart and And having— doing your actual assignment. (laughs) Is uncool, Mm -hmm. uh, has—is low status in this way. They start to pick on him, and then Principal Flutie comes in and says, what's going on? Asks one of the bullies. The bully says nothing. Asks the low-status character what— is happening the kid with the with the monkey drawings and the kid with the monkey drawings is like uh nothing yeah we weren't doing anything and and uh no everything's fine yeah so he sort of earns this this respect for not outing them mm-hmm. in front of who actually has the most power which is not the principal it is yeah. the other kids it's the leader kid the leader kid then takes this new uh this this new character into the hyena hyena hut as though he's an equal and then they trick him again and bring him back to low status so they it's a it's a very complex manipulation that actually happens at the very beginning of this episode which for me is important because it is about that most of the episode is honestly xander and those those the gaggle of four hyenas just staring at each other yeah the communication is nonverbal. yeah totally which is a huge part of the episode yep yep and yeah it's just a really common bullying experience too like it, this like this it's like true. toying this, it's very cruel yeah it's very cruel and actually it's true because when you go home like i was bullied intensely in junior high mm-hmm. um like very seriously and uh i won't go into details but but something that I will share is is that a lot of it was nonverbal. People would ask me what happened, and the things I would be able to say were, I don't know, I, they just kept looking at me. Or they would be sitting outside of my class when they had a spare, and they would just watch me. Oh, my God. That's fucking scary. Yeah. They would come to my class that they knew I was in, and they would just wave outside the door. Oh my god. And psycho shit. Yeah. Really and but like not a lot of talking, not a lot of actually engaging with me, mm-hmm. just threatening me with their presence, um, 
going out of their way to show themselves in the spaces that I was occupying. And like, I will say that really intense and strange eye contact was a part of it. Yeah. And they do it. They're just like staring at everyone and each other. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yes. And it was over a, a, a few things, but, but absolutely it was about like the different love triangles and the different romances and who mm. was threatening to who in terms of which boys were available. It was totally in that world. Well, this this reminds me, <laughs> I was just thinking about Mean Girls and I was listening to a podcast about Mean Girls and in Mean Girls it's also all about, they all turn into wild animals yeah. <laughs> and because like Lindsay Lohan is from Africa and so there's this weird wild animal high school theme in the whole movie and it's about bullying. It's about all of that. So this is like pre-Mean Girls, but it kind of has that little... Well, that's what Xander even says at the yeah. beginning of the episode. Like, oh, what do you get when you get a school? You put some desks, you put some rooms, and you get some mean people in it. Like, that's his... <laughs> some bullies. Yeah. You get some... Like, that's the recipe for high school. Yep. And he's right. The writers are right. The writers are right, but you know what's wrong? The, like, <laughs> animatronic hyena that's like, ee, ooh, ee, ooh. <laughs> they, like, look at it in the hyena hut, and it's, like, a horrible robot. Honestly, you do realize how little, like, there isn't a lot of production value in no. Buffy yet, is there? No. <laughs> yeah, and yet it still manages to convey this very supernatural oh yeah show it's so great it's such a testament to the world that they've made the characters that they've made the 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 writing is really strong it's great and they don't have to rely on a lot of tricks or special Mm -hmm. effects it's it's a lot of psychological things and acting like xander this was a great xander episode because he really got to act very differently which is really cool for nicholas brendan yes yeah Exactly. He's the perfect character um, to take in 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 this world right now and turn into an alpha. Yes. Uh, also, because that is the expectation a lot of people have when they're watching a show about teenagers, mm-hmm. is that the male teenager, whoever identifies as that, like sort of playing that trope, will become a vicious animal at some point. People yeah. are waiting for that transformation. Yeah. I know I am. Yeah. When I watch this show, I'm like, okay, when is this like fun-loving guy gonna really gonna fuck snap up? Snap or yeah, gonna, evil Xander is very funny. Yes, when he turns evil, it's like he does like a really good under the eyelid. Like it uh, is, yeah, it is. He Lots just of wonderful staring. So after they go to and the they all get um turned into hyena um <laughs> demons, they get possessed. Uh, but the bullied kid runs away. And so Xander's in the pack now, in the evil pack, mm-hmm. um, because there had to be a predatory um, act. act on this symbol for the the demon spirits to inhabit them. Yes. <laughs> Science. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Xander is now evil Xander. He's evil hyena Xander. Uh, so then we're at the bronze and Willow and Buffy are like talking about boys and they're like, oh, and Buffy's like, I'm just not ready to date right now. Uh, and Willow's <laughs> like, you have Angel's jacket on. <laughs> I know. And Buffy's like, oh, I know. He's so hot. <laughs> I know. Well, first she goes, what? It goes with the shoes. Like at first <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, no, no. It's, no, it's about ca- fashion. It's casual. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, no. <laughs> I know. I know. And then we really hear, I think for the first time, you really hear Willow uh, confirm for us yes. that they are totally in love with Xander. Yeah. And you hear Buffy acknowledge that that is true. Yeah. Like, they've talked about it before. But not this explicitly. That's right. Yeah. So, um, Xander comes to the bronze and just starts eating their food and oh, drinking yeah. their drinks. It was my buttery croissant. <laughs> I know. And I was like, what is the bronze? It's like a bakery and a cafe. It's like a cafe. It's a bar. Like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> You're right. You're right. The, the it's s- very weird. The fact that they get muffins... A lot. It's so weird. Yeah. It's like it's a cafe, but it's not a cafe. Like, that's not a cafe. No. I think I would get a cafe more like that high school kids hung out in. That sometimes had bands play at night. Yeah. But. But no, the they're going for a just... bar feel. Yeah. 
but it isn't a bar. It's a high school bar. Yeah. All those exist. All I like that it's a high school bakery cafe music venue. Bar. Bar. <laughs> this is truly one of the things you've shown me about this about this show is what even is the bronze. <laughs> No, it's really every funny. Every single time there's a scene there, I'm like, wow, there's another part of this like weird <laughs> universe they created. And I'm like, everyone's really normal with this space. It's not real. There's no such thing as this. People get dressed up in their like skin tight leotards to go eat croissant. Yeah, on like a Tuesday. Yeah. They have school. There's no day. windows. The floor is black. The wall is black. This like the tables are the kind that are easy to wipe down. It's like vinyl chairs. It's a bar. Uh, in a small town, in a bar like that, like kids would just be doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Like they. Would. Oh my god! Especially in California, yeah. all those rich white people—they're for sure in these high school underage spaces. They Absolutely. Would just be drugged. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but alas, they're drinking whatever Coca Cola and eating a croissant. Uh, so then the pack comes in, and I noted this: like they give each other like. Fuck me eyes. They're yes. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they're like sniffing each other. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and Xander's in the cool kids pack. We'll talk about their clothes in some assembly required. Absolutely. I, I wrote down what they're wearing. Um, now, then we head to the library. So we're checking in with Giles. Giles is in this episode too, a little bit. <laughs> Love him. Uh, he has to do something. He gets knocked out, like, and stuff. So does everyone in this episode, I guess. But It's totally on purpose. I will just say I believe Giles' role in this episode is very funny. When you mm-hmm. think about it, I'm going to use this word dramaturgically. I'm going to use this word in, a, in association with Buffy. I love it. <laughs> um, but it's true. Like, they absolutely needed Giles there to explain the magic of it. Yeah. To explain the supernaturalness of it, but to actually solve it, it was like, it was a high school thing. Yeah. They needed, it wasn't teachers. It wasn't, like, they ate the principal for cripe's sake, <laughs> which we'll get to, too, I know. Oh, we'll get there. But they solve it. Buffy knows instinctually that there's a power dynamic that has shifted that is unnatural. Mm-hmm. In the high school. They yes. need they need the world of the show to explain that. Mm-hmm. But that's really all they need that for. And yeah. then it gets back to the students just taking care of business. The irony of having this sort of old, washed-up zookeeper be the one who wants to return to kind of power, sort of high school power dynamics. Yeah. It's, it is sort of... <laughs> it is sort of a comment on the power of youth and the yeah. power of, of, of the youth. Which you've mentioned as, like, this overarching yes. theme totally. of the show is, like, um, youths being powerful and smart and um, almost invincible, uh, or we see them that way. And, yes. Yeah. Anywho, so that's my—I'm wrapping it up. That's my comment about the zookeeper, is that it's Love actually him. quite deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love the zookeeper. Dr. Something. I was trying to see what his, like— Fucking name tag. Oh, said. yeah. And when He's Giles. A doctor. And that, that's all. Giles is just like, doctor. Doctor. <laughs> doctor of zoology, which you absolutely can be, mm-hmm. but I mean, well, <laughs> I don't know who works at zoos. Like, I'm maybe all the zookeepers have doctorates, but I don't know about that. I don't think so. Yeah. But this. There probably is doctors that work at of zoos course. as their, like, um, specialists. <laughs> But he is specifically into the hyena. Well, and the guy who's there to say that the hyena house is closed down isn't going to be the doctor the do- of the hyenas. The zoologist. Yeah. <laughs> Guarding the hyena hut <laughs> uh, from these, like, uh, uh, bad kids. Yes. So bad. Yes. <laughs> They're not bad, though. They're, like... At one point, they're hanging out on, like, a picnic table, and I think the principal is like, you kids are up to no good. And they're not even smoking or anything. Like, you, that group would be smoking. Like, they'd be, I know that group. They're, like, smoking cigarettes, like, and skipping school. Yeah. They're not just wearing little polo shirts and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're having sex, and they're, yeah. like, v- vandalizing the school. And drinking and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> They don't... 
that's not their concern. Their concern isn't fitting in in any kind of law-abiding way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is very funny. It's very Principal funny. Flutie does say that, doesn't what he? What kind of bad kids they are. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. They're just nerds. Uh, so there is a pig mascot. This is important to the plot. Uh, Flutie buys a fucking piglet, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, I don't know. Did your school ever have like a pet, like a classroom pet? We had, we had in my, in my high school biology class, we had a turtle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we had a hedgehog. In in junior high, mm-hmm. that we got to like hold and share, and some people got to take home. I was never one of those people. We had like an iguana in the library at my elementary school <gasps> who lived in a really big tank in the library. Oh my god! Like a, a or no, like a kimono dragon or something, like a big ass. There's no lizard. way you had a kimono dragon. No, it's not a kimono dragon. <laughs> but wait, what are they? I feel like an iguana is right. Iguana. They're big. Yeah. It was big. It was yep. like this. It was. I'm, I'm holding my hands apart, like two and a half feet. Yeah, she <laughs> That's is. That's how yeah. big <laughs> this iguana who lived in our library. Yeah, uh, was so. But I don't think you can have pigs as um, school pets. No, I don't think dogs. you can. I think it's cruel, uh, and it's also cruel because the pack eats the fucking piglet. <laughs> I would never bring a piglet into a high school. Yeah, that's a recipe for disaster. It is. Uh, it is. It's not good. Um, and it's sad that they eat a little piglet. Um, and it's horrific. I, actually, that's the turning point where I was like, "Whoa!" Like they're actually doing evil shit here. Like this isn't just like funny, funny, silly episode. Like they eat a piglet. They almost eat a baby, <laughs> and they eat the principal. They eat Principal Flutie. I can't. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought he was sort of the principal for a while because you, you were like, ah, Flutie, and so I thought he'd be like a bigger character. He wasn't really no. in the end. Like he had no real development. No. What's great about this character is that he is referenced and remembered throughout the rest of the show, That's which is very, very funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> because this is a horrific way yeah. to die, uh, being eaten by students. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, cannibalism is probably one of the most heinous crimes you could ever think of. <laughs> yeah. And did Xander... No, Xander didn't eat... Xander no. just ate a pig. Xander ate a pig. He did not eat the principal, and he committed what Buffy called felony... Almost committed felony sexual, sexual harassment. Ass- yeah. Or assault. assault. Yeah, that's yeah. what... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Okay, we'll talk about it in Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. But yeah, um, shit goes down. Like, it's pretty Absolutely. evil. Yes. They lose all all empathy or emotion... Well, then they start to take the power dynamics that have been at play the whole episode, Mm -hmm. and they ramp them up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's quite scary. Uh, Also, what is quite scary is their dodgeball game. (laughs) (laughs) They have a really funny dodgeball game, which I loved this part. And the gym teacher was like... Like super intense. Well, I think that's going to be one of my quotes for the end. Is when the when oh, that yeah yeah what is I he wrote it yeah he, he says God this game is brutal I, I love, love it, it. <laughs> I know after this really intense thing oh goes down between I mean really between Willow and Xander at first yeah. and then between Buffy and the whole pack yeah and then also between the pack and someone on their own team mm-hmm. the boy the, the the monkey drawing character the monkey boy the monkey boy from yeah. the beginning <laughs> yeah and then you get this just this comment from this character who's completely removed the gym teacher who's just like yes, yes I love it entertain me with I mean, your dramas. It'd be kind of funny to watch kids like beat each other up with dodgeballs. Oh, did yeah. you like playing dodgeball? Yes. I did too. So they also right after this dodgeball scene do the cool slow motion walkie thing across the quad. Yeah. Basically. Um to what song you were looking it up? Um it's they're a band called Far. It's like grungy, like oh, yeah. emo y 90s. Yeah. It's really in their feelings. It's called Jobs Eyes. (laughs) Um, And it's by a band called Far, and it was very popular. In um, 1997. In 1997. Uh, Or 96. I mean, they filmed in 96. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, it's amazing. It's like quite a long sequence of them just like walking slow motion. They're like looking at each other. They're like touching their face. They're like super cool. Oh yeah. Their hair is like their little Caesar haircuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're in like a power sort of group. Yeah. Everyone's like looking at them yeah. and um, it's pretty cool. Uh, and this is when we find out Giles, like, has done his research. He's like, I'll hit the books. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's done his research and he's found out that this is a, a primal spirit. Um, yes. That has infected them, like a demon spirit. Uh, that's attracted to predator animals. I was really trying to, like, understand the <laughs> explanation <laughs> I shouldn't have smoked that joint before we watched, but I was like, what uh, What are they? <laughs> so, is that right? <laughs> the spirits attracted to predatory animals. So, and wants to. <laughs> there's a group of a group of demon worship that are called the primals. Okay. Um, and they are a kind of cult because mm-hmm. Giles goes up to that zookeeper and is like, have you read the book on cults? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Buffy's like, boys, can we deal with the real matter at hand? Nerds. Yeah, Stop exactly. Stop talking about your nerd shit. But it sounds like the primals used to use magic mm-hmm. to take the energy of predators mm-hmm. into their own bodies. Okay. So that zookeeper had set up that, that um, marking on the ground. Yeah, it was like a big kind of uh, it almost looked like a summoning circle. It was kind of like witchy, occulty. Like, yeah. yeah, and it definitely had teeth and sort of like a hyena's mouth. Yeah, and like kind of runes, sort yeah. of markings. Sort of like uh, if a pentagram met, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like a some kind of like also like tribal, symbol, totally like because a desert. I mean, we'll talk about yeah. We'll talk about that. And I guess what was missing from the, when the zookeeper was trying to do it was the primal act, um, or the predatory act, So they didn't actually, oh. So I think, I think that the zookeeper just thought that he would eventually get possessed if, Mm -hmm. which is what he wanted. He wanted that power inside of him. he wanted it, um, but the kids got it. Because they were engaging in predatory behavior. Yeah, totally. So that's what activated it, and the hyenas were like, yes, you, you completed the ritual. The robot hyena was like, pew! Yeah. (laughs) Now your eyes turn green. (laughs) You know. Pretty good visual representation of the, um, the, uh... Oh my god! Inhabiting of the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think you're basically right. Okay, great. <laughs> um, but it was slightly confusing. <laughs> <laughs> then Buffy beats Xander up. So Xander is bullying Willow, like really bullying her, like scary bullying yep. her. Um, she cries like it's really horrible. Yep. Then he just laughs like it's psycho shit. Yeah. And then, uh. Xander tries to assault Buffy. Yep. And he's saying all these things. It's interesting hearing him say that kind of monologue um, about, like, his feelings and how all these, like, deep, dark things he really thinks. Like, yep. all the deep, dark things that we all think kind mm-hmm. of sometimes inside of us. Um, but he says them out loud and it's... And he acts upon them, too. Yeah. It's hard, though. I And I know he's possessed by a demon... But um, it would be hard to sort of, like, come back from hearing those things. Like, Of course. Uh, I don't know how they, if they ever address it again. But, but like, saying those things to Willow, like, it's, like, the most horrific, like, how could your feelings not be hurt forever yeah. after hearing that yeah. from your friend? I'm curious to know, after this episode, because there are, in my opinion, there are, there are ways that the show acknowledges the change mm. in their group dynamic. Yeah, because it would it would. Mm-hmm. It totally would. And uh, this isn't over. And, like, this is different than become, being becoming a vampire because a vampire, your old self is, like, dead. But, like, Xander's still in there. He's just possessed by, like, a demon that's making him do a lot of things. But he's still Xander inside. So I mean. These are real thing. I mean, yeah. Well, and a vampire still has all the information of the human mm-hmm. that they took over. 
Um, but with a vampire, you know they're never coming back. Yeah. With a character transformation like this, there is that scary thought that we don't want him to do anything worse because... Yeah, where he can't come back. Yeah. We don't want him to eat a human. Yeah, or to rape Buffy. Yeah. 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 He just goes to the edge. Or to kill is, Willow. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's scary because you're like, oh, Vander could do that. These other kids literally just ate and murdered uh, their principal. <laughs> yeah. And did a bunch of other horrific shit. Yep. Um, yeah, it's serious. Yeah. It's freaky. Uh, so why is there a cell in the library? It's so, a question I have. <laughs> I was wondering when that because was Because Buffy beats Ender up, and then um, she puts him in a cell and, like, locks him in the library. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it hasn't been explained to you at all. And I understand why you have these questions. I mean, I don't remember my logic when I first saw this. I was just like, oh, a lot of this I'm realizing I just chalked up to, like, that's what happens in, like, real high schools. Like, I live in Canada, and I don't go to a real, real high, high school. school because this none of my be what America is like. Yeah, where everything is more intense and everything is more real. And there's a cell in the library just in case you have to lock a student in there. Don't ask questions. It's just real. It's. I was like, okay, Um, it kind of looks like a – it's, like, um open – air storage like or like important files there was like filing boxes in this r- caged room in the library i think of it as the restriction restricted section in harry sure. potter and of and as weapons storage but I-, I can't say that episode six of season one really earned any of that any of that information of, so yeah so <laughs> The mysterious cell. It was extremely handy in this episode because they had to lock Xander in a cell. So perfect. Uh, always cells in schools. Yeah. Uh, so that was amazing. Um, they Xander tries really hard to make Willow mm-hmm. let him out, mm-hmm. but Willow Willow is too smart for mm-hmm. him. Like. She's so she. I mean, Willow's great. We're getting to know her more. Like mm-hmm. we got to know her more in this episode. She's she's like a great. Allison Hannigan's a great, lovely, genuine actor. Like she, I really believe her when she's crying and so vulnerable, and it's really sad. And she looks like a little girl. Yeah. But she's also learning. She's like very quick. Uh, so she sort of was testing if Xander was really in there and she was like no you're fucking not there right now yeah she was manipulating him back yeah and and just seeing like oh um i don't have to believe any of those horrible things you said to me because you're not actually xander right now yes yes Mm -hmm. yes having the emotional sort of intelligence to make that connection uh is is it's true It, it does take a very mature person i guess Mm -hmm. to be able to do that Yeah. Yeah. And so she's maturing. I feel like you can already see. It's only been a couple episodes, but she's literally wearing, like, pigtails and overalls. Like, (laughs) (laughs) So she's becoming more of, like, an adult who has to grapple with all these things and feelings. Yeah. uh, So then they go to the hyena house. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was also, like, pretty confused by this. Um, uh, I, I didn't really know the zoologist, the doctor was going to be like the villain. Oh, I, I thought he was just a guy and I didn't even really think he would come back, but he did. And he is ultimately the villain (laughs) and he wants to be a hyena. So wait, yeah, he (laughs) does in a trick. Okay. But what's their plan? They're like tricking. They're all running around. They're going to, Buffy's going to trick the hyena gang to go back to the hyena hut so that they can set up the rune circle. I mean, Buffy's under the impression that Giles and and Hyena Doctor mm-hmm. have that part covered. Cool. So they're gonna like somehow reverse this yeah. the spell. Yeah. Um and Hyena Man knows about it and is like, yeah, we'll just we'll do it. We'll reverse this African spell. But he's just pretending yeah. to, to not to not Actually, have the intention he does have, which is to put the hyena get the demons yeah. into him. 
and paint his face and <laughs> do something. He has blue and he white. He looks like he's going to sports game. Yes. It's very weird. I want and I'm really curious to know if that's an intentional choice oh. to kind of keep it in the high school world. Yeah, it looks like a weird sports yeah, like you thing. are, yes, sir, you are the super fan of the hyena sports team. <laughs> yes, sir, you are. The hyenas should be their, their new mascot new after mascot. the Razorbacks. After piggy. I know. Razorbacks. Oh, it's supposed to be like a warthog yes. kind of thing. That's why they get the pig. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> uh, and then um, they come out of it and... and Xander goes to save Willow, which is really awesome. Like, the first thing he does when he's snapped out of the demon yeah. mode is go to save yeah. Willow. Um, so you know that none of that was him. Like, yeah. he would never do any of those things. No. Or say any of those things. He is good. He is a good person. I also believe this show does a really good job of the first five episodes. You do, you understand that like Xander is flawed. He's a high school boy Mm -hmm. and he's a, and he's a flawed character, but he's not a bad character. Mm -hmm. He isn't an evil character. Mm -mm. And if he makes mistakes or says stupid shit, he still has a capacity to love and to care for people, Mm -hmm. which we, we know. So he's a safer character to have a transformation like this one because he is so different in this episode than who we know him to be. He is, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he is very good and he's very, like, he's a sensitive guy and yeah. he's full of jokes, but this one, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no jokes. He's still pretty funny. Yeah, but. he is. Yeah. Uh, when when they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, we'll never get a new principal. They'll never uh, hire a new principal <laughs> unless they don't tell them what happened to the old one. I was like, oh, this is like the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Yeah. Like, is the principal like the Defense Against the Dark Arts position? Sort of. Like, do they do one every season, a new one every season? Um. Yes, until a point. I can't tell you that. Also, I can't tell you that because it's actually a more complicated answer. If you were fully right, I would just say yes, but you're not fully right because one of my favorite characters in the entire series is the principal. Is one of the principals. Okay. And you confirm there are multiple principals. Yes. And it's just so good. It's just so good, Marley. I think so I know something that happens to a principal. I think <laughs> I just have weird flashes of knowing you... some weird shit. So I think I know something. I watched, I have a scene, I don't even know when it is or what it is or why it is, but I think I watched a principal become something. Wait, maybe. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I don't even remember what they've become. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> but uh you'll see because andrew well that's an episode <laughs> what you're talking about is an episode people watch and watch and watch because it's a part of the season finale of the third season that's what you're talking about right now oh sure and, i had no idea <laughs> and 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 it's incredible and you're wrong that's not what happens but okay, great. but i know what you're talking about because i know what you're talking about <laughs> We'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yes. Okay. We have to talk about some fashion, some assembly required. Do it. Tell me all about it. So the first outfit Buffy is wearing at the zoo is really wild. It's like a <laughs> fuzzy, it almost looks brownie orange, um, like uh, jacket, like trench coat, but it's like. It looks like a robe almost that she's wearing. It's like belted. I think it might be suede. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it is. It's a weird texture. It's really weird. I kept staring at it in the whole scene and being like, (laughs) she wore that to the zoo though? Like, it's really weird. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And she wore it with a cravat. Oh, yeah. Like a little 60s, like little um, neck kerchief. Uh, Pretty cute. And Flutie is wearing a plaid suit jacket. <laughs> he looks like a total dork. <laughs> no one, no I grown think, man would ever be taken are seriously. Are you saying enough. that Principal Flutie deserved to die? <laughs> <laughs> 
for wearing that coat. Yes. I love it. This is, this is the first time that a fashion crime has led to death. <laughs> Dying. Yeah, he should. That jacket needs to be killed, too. It's horrible. The hyena pack, um, the lead guy has like a zip-up turtleneck. Yes. <laughs> it's very 90s. And, and they both, the guys, have Caesar little haircuts, yeah. a little gelled. They both sort of look like Paul Rudd's cousins. He did look like Paul Rudd. I was like, is that a young Paul Rudd? (laughs) It's not, but he really did. I had the same thought. Especially since we just watched Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, so Paul Rudd's in my brain. And he would be about that age. And he would be about that perfect for a part like that. He would be perfect. He did look like. Yeah. He's the poor man's Paul Rudd. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to that actor. Uh, Um. One of the ladies, I think it was the pixie hair lady, had a green leather jacket. Yes. Yep. Um, leather is all the rage. Maybe it's pleather, but it looked le- like leather. Yeah. Leather is very in in this show. How many kids can afford all this leather shit? Again, expensive. I think California is a magical place. Yeah, <laughs> where high school kids can all have $600 leather jackets. And because of that fashion, I remember searching high and low for, like, leather clothes. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I mean, you can yes. get them at Value Village, but... Not a nice one. No, when I in when I was in high school, I wasn't shopping at Value Village because of Oh, stigma. Yeah. It wasn't cool in high school. Not yet, no. It wasn't in until university, university, yes. University, yeah. That's when And that was a blessing. Totally. <laughs> but no, no, in in high school I was I was being a terrible, terrible person and buying all kinds of stuff that I couldn't afford. And uh like absolutely strange pleather leather clothes uh would would spend way too much money on that mm-hmm. and also would buy sort of this like creepy fake pleathery stuff from Claire's oh yeah and Ardennes or Ardennes um, but I would, I would, and I would fill my closet full of creepy leather shit that I really never wore, but it is a dark side of being a Buffy fan. Okay. The family that the hyenas <laughs> try and murder, so they're getting into a, like, car to go somewhere. I was like, wow, it's like midnight, and they're, like, bringing their child, where the fuck are they going? Yeah, and, and what? They're arguing, <laughs> I, I don't know. What a weird story to write in, like this little snippet of this family. And the mom is wearing this hideous <laughs> carpet vest. Carpet vest. It's like an embroidered, like, <laughs> carpet vest. Oh, it's just horrific. It does. It looks like carpet meets luggage uh, vest. She gets the worst dress of the episode. Certainly. I think she might get worst dressed of the season so far. So far. Yeah, that okay. is the worst outfit of the season so far. And she is pissed at her husband for always noticing some other woman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to say this because it's rude and mean, but look at what you're wearing. <laughs> you're wearing a carpet. <sighs> it's the shade. You can throw the shade at the characters who have three lines. I think yeah, that's fine. it's true. She's not real. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the best outfit of the episode goes to Buffy at the end, who has, like, a little beanie on and, like, <laughs> cute graphic tee and, like, mini skirt. It's so cute. So this is my iconic look. I This is how I dressed. Is the end of this episode like a little black toque mm-hmm. with a little black t-shirt? Yes. This was, this was, this changed my life. It's like I wore kind of skatery. Yeah. Like yeah, it's so cute. And it's also more practical for Edmonton's weather Super is to practical. wear a little black toque. A little toque. We need to talk a little bit about bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. We There's do. Just a few things we have to touch on. Um, I think the assault is like. I don't. I I had like a few feelings about it when I was watching this, um, like attempted rape. Yep. Happen. What to did Buffy. you feel? Well, it like it's interesting because obviously the demon is making Xander do the things, but he's sort of saying these things he really thinks. Like yep. and and the things that like does he really actually deep in his like dark soul want to do this to Buffy? Like I don't think so because Xander's not like that. But is everybody like that, deep in the darkness? I mean, for me, 
Yes, I think for me, what this episode does really well um, is reminds us that sex is an act of power. Mm-hmm. It is a way to dominate uh, anyone. And you can see that there's a ton of sex being used as power among the two male sort of like alphas, Xander and the Paul Red lookalike. There's yes. tons of homoerotic energy and oh, power yeah. there. There's no sexual assault. But it's like sexual yes, power. Yes, it is. It is. Like, so, and when you're so high status, you're like sexy. Yeah. And you have so much, you or just. We're conditioned to really think that's sexy, like power and dominance and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that that's been confused with. With in our culture, as being confident, or yeah. as if you are a powerless person in this situation, um, having asked for it or having not done enough to avoid some kind of fucking terrible thing to happen. Yeah, well, and like Buffy, like easily beats Xander up yes. and like locks him in a cell. But I was like, this is quite scary. Like if this happened to anyone who wasn't Buffy, who could just beat him up like she would just get raped and it's like quite horrific to think about yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it it was terrible when i remember when i first watched this i hated xander for a few yeah, episodes because i'm like how could i'm 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 wondering if they actually like have any repercussions from these things like yeah, that I don't know. Even if it's, like, a demon, it still would be, like, you attacked me and tried to rape me. Like, how could you come back from it? So I don't know if the, it, like, follows them. Because a lot of the episodes, there's been some serious things that have happened, but, like, there's not too many repercussions or, like, follow through or, you know, mm-hmm. fallout mm-hmm. from some of these actions. and mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is definitely one of the first... Very serious things to go down between the Scoobies, yes. the core group, yeah. um, with Xander treating Willow terribly, mm-hmm. um, which is traumatizing, and uh, then trying to rape Buffy, which is traumatizing. And Xander obviously feels, remembers what he did, and feels terribly about it, Uh but you don't actually get to hear him say those words. You see it in body language, but yeah. and you see it when they're talking about the pig. Mm. But they don't acknowledge that that is what he's feeling terrible about. They yeah. don't say that. Yeah. I, and I, you almost wish they could just, like, talk through that or just, like, acknowledge that trauma. Like, this is... You can't really... You have to talk about that to move past something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like, you know, when someone gets really drunk and does something really yes. like uh, just like not OK, like it, it's hap- it's happened to like kind of everyone, everyone know uh, like it happens and it doesn't make you eat. I mean, I'm not talking about sexual assault. I'm just talking about say, doing something stupid or out of character when you're drunk and how to come back from that or feeling embarrassed about what happened. And I'm really curious for me, for me. Uh, another serious moment is that this show is about to reveal to you what it's actually about. Mm-hmm. And what it is actually about is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's talking about, through magic, people who transform into unrecognizable people. Mm-hmm. That is a huge theme in this show. And this is a taste of that. They do don't want to give anything away because I'd like for you to judge, be able to judge how you feel they move forward after this moment. Mm. But this isn't the last moment like this. It's different. It, the circumstances are always a little different. Um, and also they also get way more serious. And they also um, – there are instances in the show where they don't come back from it and that's intentional. Mm. And I'm. T- this is all so kind of cryptic because we're not talking about what I'm thinking about because I don't want to spoil anything for you. But people at home who are a fan of the show know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know that this essentially 
on a on an essential level happens again and it takes an in, like an entire season or two like it's mm. it's it's just wild how much they commit to the magic being the thing that changes the person but that still doesn't make it okay mm. they yeah. really go there and and that well. that that change in someone that takes them from someone that you knew and then making them unrecognizable and a character having to come to terms with the fact that the person that they knew is gone. Yeah. Like, it's just so good. And I think of people who are alcoholics mm-hmm. and I think of people who um, have something traumatic happen to them that does change them forever, mm-hmm. changes their personality forever or a loss in their life yeah. and changes them forever. That this show talks about that. Hmm. Uh, through magic, it's not through alcohol. It's through getting yeah, possessed, possessed by a hi- by, by a hyena. Hyena demons. Yeah. It's a metaphor. It is. It is. Yeah. It is that they will acknowledge. But I want you to, I want you to be able to think about, see that in your through your own eyes without me, like prepping you too much, even though I already have. But uh, well, I forgot everything you just said. <laughs> Just excellent. <laughs> no, that's excellent. Please do. <laughs> I ha- with this show, I really, I am a blank slate. You are really true. You're like I'm having a vision of something. I think uh, someone done. was maybe turned into something, and it's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> well, that's all I know. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, the other thing I want to touch on is this weird, like African, yeah, spirit demon uh prime what are they primals primals primal what is it what is primal spirit okay so the spirit is from africa or the hyenas are from africa yes just africa the continent the whole thing uh an african spirit is here and (laughs) and the doctor um does basically, I mean, I, we talked about it being like sport paint, but he's basically painting on like yeah. a, a tribal face thing that's just not real. <laughs> and Yeah, luckily that character dies. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's pretty weird for a white guy to be like conjuring this African spirit that he wants to possess him. And also for me, I mean, it's, a, it's appropriation for sure. Uh, like I think that the show engages in like... Um, like like you say, just by saying, "Oh, it's these are hyenas from Africa," isn't is enough to make you go, "Okay, this show, this show isn't acknowledging. This show is saying we live in America, mm-hmm. and we don't have to, we don't have to be specific about anything but America." Yeah, and, and that's bullshit. <laughs> um, that's bullshit. But also, this and character like exotic Africa, like yeah, hyenas, like. Very Lion King, like Sahara. Yeah. Uh, Without any details about... Just anything to make it, like, the least bit... It just would be, like, cooler and more effective if it was actually kind of, like... Specific? Talked, yeah, specific, or, I don't know, just, like, a more... I guess you don't want, like, an African character to be, like, evil either. Like, I don't think... I'm glad he's white so he could die <laughs> well and also he's he's a big loser guy yeah like like i don't know if there's one redeeming part about that it's that the big loser guy who wants to be this big predatory man looks like a dumbass yeah looks like a dumbass and dies yeah which and is cool i i think yeah, i at, like that does yeah. i'm like at least at least this loser um we get to see him at i see this character as a big loser yeah who's who is trying to become cool basically as an old man by putting a hyena fucking spirit in him. Like, get a life. Right? Yeah, that's not what how you be... What is he going to do? Like, he... eat babies? Like, why does he want to do that? He says... They're evil. His one line is, I can't wait to have the power, or I want the power. Yeah. Or the power will be mine when he has the knife to Willow's neck. So it's just like loser guy, classic loser guy mm-hmm. who engages in like bullshit shortcut ways of gaining power that are disingenuous and bullshit. Yeah. And, they, and he dies. Yeah. And the spirits are too powerful. 
Yeah. And he doesn't know what he's doing. Don't play with fire. Yeah. Don't play with primal spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that in my book of notes. Yeah. Don't be a cannibal. Don't be a loser. Don't eat babies. Yeah. So, G, what's your favorite quote? I mean, okay, I really like, this is a quote that has nothing to do with anything in the episode, but I really like when Xander and Willow come up to Buffy at the beginning of the episode when Buffy gets bullied Mm -hmm. about being kicked out of school, which I always found as being a little bit unbelievable coming from this group of cool kids. It's like, I wouldn't know. you wouldn't think that... would that be badass to get kicked yeah. out of school? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, that for me, I was like, what? That's a... That's oh, not I the just, right... Buffy would never be bullied. No. Like, she's beautiful and, like, has be- great clothes, kind of. I mean, they could bully her for that jacket, but... <laughs> <laughs> that I would bully her for. <laughs> but, but no one would bully Buffy. No. No, they're, it's, it's funny. They're but. trying. They the show has to kind of keep her on the fringes of sort of the high society of high school, mm-hmm. uh, and it can feel kind of fake and weird. I agree, but there's a part at that in that beginning scene when <laughs> Xander and Willow are having a great time at the zoo, mm-hmm. and they're coming from watching the zebras mate, <laughs> and Willow says that watching the zebras mate is like. The Heimlich, but with stripes. <laughs> and it's very funny. It, to me, it's something I, I know about this episode. It's a quote that I, I know. It's also an image I have in my mind that's very funny. And it, it's like a way of prepping the rest of the show that this episode is going to be a lot about sex. Mm-hmm. A lot about power. Um, and the, the the zebras are doing it too. It's like this weird <laughs> subliminal... Like, for an- for some animals, sex is like the Heimlich maneuver. Not for humans. It's more complicated than that. Like, it's just a funny, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, Willow. So it's not the most iconic line, but I really, really love it. And I love the dodgeball line. Yeah, that's one I wrote down. Uh, I also wrote down, the problem is you kids today have no school spirit. <laughs> Which is so funny. I was like, that's the problem with kids today is that they have no school spirit. (sighs) Yeah. So stupid. Uh, Oh, Principal Flutie. What a nerd. Famous last words. And also, they ate Principal Flutie. Flutie? (laughs) I know. Uh, We really go there. Yeah. They they, really. They ate a person. Do those characters. I mean, they must be fucked up. Yeah, they're going to be fucked up. They're, I, how could you? <laughs> totally. Yeah, they're fucked. Those kids, um, they need a lot of therapy to get through what happened to them. Absolutely. Damn. Um. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode. Oh, I loved it. Uh, I know. I had a great time. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, hit us up on the gram. My best friend thinks she's Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be posting some fashion shots, definitely. We do. We need to. Uh, and if you also knew G in junior high, you can email us at mybestfriendthinkshe'sbuffy at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you want to tell me how, like, uncute I was in grade 7, please do, too, because I... But you're a liar. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love this show. I love this show. I love it. Next episode is... What is it? Is it Angel? It I is thought Angel. this one was Angel, so I was ready, but next one is Angel, which is very exciting. I really hope I learn who the fuck Angel is. Uh, that's my goal for next episode. Absolutely. I'm curious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a... I know he lives in a mansion, okay? Well, and also we're, we've reached the hump of the season. Um, the season has... 13, 12, 13 episodes. Okay, so we're like halfway. Yeah, so now we start to, you know, the formula tells us all that we're going to start to go harder at the home stretch. Yeah, well, and the master wasn't in this episode, nothing to do with him, so he got to come back because there has to be some big-ass fight, obviously. What do you think the master was doing while all of this hyena stuff was happening? Was he just like... He's like training that child. Yeah. He's training that anointed child. So the anointed one is sitting cross-legged on their favorite boulder. They're doing like Jedi training. (laughs) (laughs) The the master is going to dress up the the anointed one in like his like 
favorite leathers. <laughs> They're gonna like piggyback each other in the train. <laughs> oh my god, yes. So that's what's happening, I assume. Oh, it's such a good image. And in your mind, is the master Yoda? Or is the... The, the, <laughs> the master is Yoda. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Okay, that's what's happening. Excellent. Okay, thanks for joining I'm going to sing us out because I have so much energy. Sing us out. Arg, grr, grr, arg.